We are the number one podcast for self-empowerment, the go-to podcast for people that are tired of living as a lesser version of themselves and who are ready to make a change in their lives and those around them. If you're tired of kneecapping your growth and settling for less than you know you deserve, this is the podcast for you. We are way too spicy, and this is the Success System Podcast. Welcome back to the Success System Podcast, brought to you by Way Too Spicy and you, our supporters. In our last episode, we interviewed Jelani, aka Ambition CEO, founder of the Ambition of the City and Ambition Capital. He's a financial motivator, a credit expert, and a real estate investor. If you are someone who's looking for a free credit game or some extra motivations to keep pursuing your financial goals, check out our last episode. If you haven't already heard that episode, we highly recommend that you check it out. And with that being said, let's jump into this week's episode. This week's episode, we'll be discussing deprogramming your old beliefs. It's important for the audience to really understand what it means to deprogram their beliefs because it can have a profound effect on their life. Here are some things that you can get after you listen to this episode and try to learn how to deprogram your beliefs. You'll have increased self-awareness. You have a greater sense of personal freedom. You'll be able to improve your relationships. You'll improve your mental resilience and just improve your overall mental health. Deprogramming your beliefs is, is important for personal growth and development. Many of us have beliefs that we've held on to for years and some of these beliefs may no longer serve us or may even be harmful to our well-being. By exploring the process of deprogramming your beliefs, you can gain a deeper understanding of how your beliefs were formed and how they, would be, they may be influencing your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. You can then begin to challenge and reframe these beliefs, opening up to new possibilities for personal growth and transformation. If you're ready to make the changes in your life, stay tuned. We got a lot of gems for you. So guys, deprogramming your beliefs, where do you guys want to start? Whew. Where do we even start? That is a huge undertaking in itself. I guess let's question each other, right? Like, when did you start questioning your beliefs that led you to the deprogramming of them? Uh, for myself, I started questioning my beliefs after I retreated the rat race, right? It's like, this is the life I've been living and based off of my beliefs, I have brought myself to this situation where I was not happy. So I had to do some digging and learn. I didn't know it was my beliefs that got me there. It was only after studying, educating myself and providing new information that I knew that's where I was. And so I had to go through the process of just looking at all the things that I believe and just analyzing them from a different lens. And that was the hardest I would say experience for myself personally, because, you know, it's hard to look at yourself objectively. So I don't know about you guys. What about your, where do you guys start in your deprogramming your beliefs? Yeah. Um, my deprogramming, I would tell you the latest one, cause I feel like I've gone through a lot of deprogramming of my beliefs throughout my, my life. Um, the latest one was when and I shared with the, the story on the first episode of retreating the rat race guys is when I became a nurse. Right. So like I gave up a lot of like my social life, finance life. Right. I, I pretty much took 
several steps back in life and in my career to go back to school to pursue nursing. And once I achieved that goal of becoming a nurse and actually um, being a nurse, right, and being in the role, I wasn't happy. I, I, I felt really unfulfilled. And that really caused me to really question what I believed in life, right? What, what I thought would bring me true happiness and fulfillment was not bringing me what I thought I would achieve. And so that is one pivotal moment in my life where I was like, whoa, I need to take a step back here because what I've been told and taught throughout my life, these beliefs that I adopted and um, grew up with, were serving me no good. And that was an emotional roller coaster and really a true shocker. Um, but that would say that was one of the, the huge pivotal moments in my life where I was like, okay, I need to, something's got to change, right? Where my belief system is not serving me no good. So I need to really figure out what's going to work for me and what's not. I love that. Um, and just to kind of like bring it back, it's, you know, how, and I think this is a really good episode to kind of talk about, how do you go about the process of deprogramming your beliefs? And we've talked about them, we've, you know, introduced it in other episodes, Yeah. but where are some ways that you can deprogram yourself and, and, and I said it earlier, thoughts, feelings, actions, um, how do you go about doing that? Great question. Um, hmm. Honestly, I, I feel like I can only talk about it from my own perspective, where I feel like for myself, I questioned my beliefs for a majority of my life, but I spent most of my life refusing to take action on that. Right? I was like, I knew that my beliefs weren't the best for me, but I was content. And I guess I could take comfortable with that I really wasn't, but I wasn't taking action. And I was satisfied with being uncontent, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, and for me, it really wasn't until I got into my car accident that I started taking action to create new beliefs mm-hmm. right before I was like, okay, this belief doesn't serve me, but what else is there? Right. Easy to really sit there and the woe was me, but it, it was really when I hit my rock bottom and I felt like there was no, there were no other options that I started to really, I, I don't even consider deprogramming my beliefs because I truly deleted my beliefs. Right. Mm-hmm. All, the only thing I knew for certain was that the beliefs I held previously didn't serve me. At that point, I was willing to do any and everything possible to create a new set of beliefs that actually empowered me and allowed me to feel good about who I was. And, and so for, you know, just going off of your story, um, you decided to delete all your beliefs, right? And I don't think everybody kind of does that. You went through a traumatic experience that made you like, you know what, I'm going to start fresh and clean. And there's a lot of um, content out there that talks about, hey, you know, do not look at your past and start living now in the present and start manifesting and start creating the future that you want based off of what you can see. But a lot of people are still just so focused on the past and what happened in the past and, you know, maybe, you know, and, and condition these, um, you know, those moments where you're like, why does this always happen to me? You kind of feel like you're in a cycle, but you you kind of broke your cycle and said, I'm going to just delete all of it and I'm going to take new actions and new series of actions to kind of figure out what beliefs I'm willing to adopt for myself. Um, and just going and I, I love Les Brown and he talks about this idea of if you don't program yourself, the world will program you. So a lot of the times people don't realize that most of their beliefs come from everybody else and they never had the chance to really look through the lens of their selves on their own beliefs on who they wanted to be. But it's really like 
do you really know who you are, right? And and then we talk about um, one of the things we talk about with our clients is called role theory, right? Um, and I'll let you guys explain it if you guys, you know, I don't want to monologue, but we want to give me some insights onto well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if you're listening to this and you're unfamiliar with the concept of role theory, role theory essentially is the concept that your embodiment of your identity is just a culmination of the way that you believe other people see you. Meaning that if you are somebody's son, somebody's brother, somebody's employee, chances are more likely than not you are acting in accordance to that role that you hold. Yeah. Right. Maybe you don't actually enjoy going to work. You just believe that as an employee, you should enjoy going to work. So you tell yourself you like going to work. Yeah. Whether you, whether you, and, and this is, I would say, is like learning to remove yourself from yourself, if that makes sense. Yeah. Looking at yourself objectively, not subjectively, right? Based on other people's views. Cause I feel like for so many times for my, my years growing up is I thought I had to act a certain way and be a certain person because of what other people expected of me. And it was only realizing like that made me unhappy, right? Like, I'm not, I don't want to do that anymore. That was like, wait, let me just like restart. And honestly, these last, you know, I didn't have the awareness growing up, but these last, you know, five years of just kind of starting that self-growth journey, I had to, I took the time to just be curious about learning everything and being open to everything. And now I've, I've personally reached a point where I'm like, I know what I want to believe. I know who I am. I know the things I want to want to live by. And so having that sense of internal confidence because I know who I want to be and nobody else can shake that confidence has really helped me in in my own process what about you guys yeah and I think also to add on to what you said is um I don't want you guys to think that you know breaking down your beliefs and recreating them is going to be an easy smooth process it's very shaky along the way especially if you are breaking beliefs that were passed down for passed down to you from family and friends and generations in what, in what case, um, there are times like for me when I was breaking down the beliefs that I had, um, I offended some of my friends. I offended some family members, right? Because they're saying, Sherry, you're not navigating in this lens anymore. You're not operating how you're supposed to. And it's like, what what box am I supposed to be operating in? Because the box that you painted me in, I never that box was never meant for me. And, and matter of fact, I don't live in a box, right? Like, like Amadea said, like you want us to be open and remain teachable and open to everything that's coming to you so that you can choose how you want to navigate and live your life. What beliefs do you want to practice? What beliefs do you want to instill in yourself and in your children, your friends and your families around you? Absolutely. And honestly, if you're not sure about what beliefs you want to instill, I'd even take it a step further back. And like coach, coach Amadeus was saying in figuring out who you are. Right, a nice way to do that is honestly grab a pen and piece of paper, set a timer for two minutes, and just write down who are you, right? And literally just don't stop your pen moving until your timer goes off in two minutes. And then take some time and actually examine your list. Anything that you put that is tied to an identity that society has placed on you, a label, an occupation, a familiar relationship, none of that is who you are. Those are just the labels that you occupy. Because at the end of the day, who you are is tied to your soul, it's tied to your spirit, and it's tied to the version of yourself that, for being honest, you're probably not showing to the people who are in your life, right? The Japanese have this saying that everyone has three masks. The first mask is the mask that you show to everybody, right? That's the ideal version of who you want people to think you are. Mm-hmm. The second mask is the mask that you only show to your close friends and families, right? That's the inner circle. That's the, oh, I can finally turn it off, right? Go go home and relax, be a person. But then that third mask is the mask that you don't even show yourself, 
right? But to really start to cultivate and create your beliefs, you have to look at yourself. And if you can't look at yourself objectively, it's going to be very hard for you to figure out who you are at your essence. So who are you? We want to take a moment to thank you, our supporters, for your continued support. Your support helps us keep creating valuable content and serving our audience. If you believe in our mission and would like to contribute to our cause, please consider making a donation. Your contribution will go a long way in helping us continue to produce high-quality content and to reach more people with our message. Every donation counts, no matter how small. It's your support that allows us to keep creating high-quality content that inspires and motivates people to succeed. If you're enjoying the podcast and would like to support us, please consider donating at least $1. That's less than the cost of your daily cup of coffee or your daily commute, but it can make a huge difference in helping us to keep the podcast going. To donate, simply click on the link at the bottom of this episode's description. Thank you for your generosity and support. Remember, we're always looking for feedback and suggestions from you, our audience. If there's a topic you would like us to cover or a guest you would like us to interview, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. So who are you? Is that a question to me? Oh, to anyone, right? And not just you guys, but even the audience. But how do you figure out who are you for yourself? Like, have how did you have that sense of I'm Hardy or I'm Coach DC? I'm like, this is who I'm going to be moving forward or... I am comfortable in my skin where, right, you said the three masks. Um, I look at it, right, it was like during our journey of doing the three masks, right, if with the three masks, I felt like I had to put a persona for other people in the way of who I saw myself ideally. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, no, I'm just going to be me. I'm just relaxed. I don't care, you know. It's just it's just what it is. I had to work to kind of, you know, I had to deprogram my old beliefs of, how other people saw me to kind of work to become that person. And I'm still trying to figure that out. You know, I don't think I figured that person out a hundred percent, but how would you guys define yourselves? Um, before I talk about how I specifically define myself, I, I want to go back to something else you said in the actual process of finding yourself. I feel like for myself, similar to you, I started with just taking on personas, right? Once I had my car accident and what I consider for a lot of times to be a death and a rebirth, it was quote-unquote, easier for me to start anew because I was starting from a blank surface. So now I was just trying anything and everything that was interesting to me. right? But even then, for a long time, I wasn't willing to accept the label as part of Hardy. Right? I feel like that's kind of how the whole DT aspect was created. right? Yep. DT was my first expression of myself in the public sphere. right? It was yep. the first time that I was putting my face out there asking questions that before I was too afraid too afraid to ask right yeah. and it was my first time really liberating myself from my fears from my inhibitions from my insecurities and I think over time I just realized I don't need this moniker to to be who I felt called to be right I still use DT now because it's more of an homage to that transformation of myself right DT stands for that free expressiveness that willingness to put yourself in uncomfortable positions so I think for myself, when people ask me who I am, I was talking about, I'm an innovator, mm-hmm. right? I'm someone who thrives under pressure. I'm someone who refuses to give up no matter how insurmountable things may seem. Because before, before I really accepted who I was, 
all of my identity was solely tied to the roles that I possessed. Yes. I was just somebody's son. I was just somebody's brother. I was just a student in this class, right? And it was honestly miserable. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, you can relate to having roles that you don't really want to accept, but you just allow them to be placed on you and you're operating from those roles. Yeah, thank you for sharing. That really makes me think of my own journey in the sense of, um, I remember one year for my birthday, um, a group of friends asked me, Sherry, what are you going to be doing for your birthday? Are you going to be bringing everyone in your life together for like a dinner party or whatever the case may be? And I remember freezing in that moment because I couldn't fathom bringing my worlds together because of um, such uh, incongruency in the sense of I showed my friends one side of who I was. My family saw another side of who I was. And my work friends saw another side of who I was. And so um, as I started this journey of really getting to know myself and developing myself, I really had to figure out what is the reason of me showing areas of myself to one group of people and hiding another, right? Why, why was I doing it? And um, Coach CT, you, you touch up on that where it's like you have these, these roles that you have in these groups. And, you know, I felt like I had to uh, meet these expectations that these people had of me, regardless of whether I was meeting my own expectations. Yeah. And so for me, a big, a big piece of myself now and like my self-love journey is everyone's going to get who I am all the time. Whether you like it or not, this is who I am. And I don't care if you don't like it because I know I'm going to naturally attract people who are meant to be in my life. Um, that's my story. Oh, no, I love that because um, we and we're giving some insight we went to a wedding congrats to our, our cousin for getting married and whatnot but one of the biggest things is you know we have a huge family we have lots of aunts lots of uncles lots of fam cousins and a lot of egos and so there's a lot of egos competing with each other and and now that we're you know we go and these people that they think they know us but they don't really know us because they never really had a conversation they only know of us as you know you're that person's son you're that person's uh, cousin you're that person we don't really they don't they just kind of see from one lens on how they perceive us and so it's really like when you start to speak out and step out they're like wait you've never done that before right like yeah. you grew to um embrace who you are and letting everybody else know hey i'm not gonna dim my light just because you have a you put me in a box yeah right and so i think the beauty of, of deprogramming yourself in a sense of removing old beliefs is that you get to start to live the life that you want to live and nobody else can tell you how to live it otherwise you know all, all you have to do is start and if you're not sure of who you are that's perfectly okay right instead focus on who do you want to become then it's really just a matter of you putting the habits in place to become that person. And you don't have to go from zero to 100 overnight. Start with one thing, right? Pick one belief that you have and dig as far deep as you can as possible. And when you can't uncover anymore, ask yourself, does this belief empower me or does it make me feel small? Because mm -hmm. if it makes you feel small, you don't have to keep that belief, right? I think one of the biggest issues that people run into nowadays, especially with the rise of social media and with the rise of um, the rise of personal development and personal branding, everyone's always perfect, right? Oh, this person's doing this, this person's doing that, and everyone's always comparing themselves. If you heard our last our episode two, three weeks ago, sorry, three weeks ago, we talked about how comparison really is a thief of joy, right? So don't compare yourself to anybody except for the person that you were yesterday, yeah. because at the end of the day. 
If a belief doesn't serve you, you do not have to fight to keep it. Mm-hmm. Everyone has limiting beliefs. Everyone has self-doubt. Everyone has insecurities. The only difference between you and someone that you see in your life that's actually doing something is they've let it go and you are fighting to hold on to it. And I would even say some of them didn't even let it go, right? Mm-hmm. They're just putting on the mask for Facts. you and you see the mask and you're assuming, okay, these guys are like, they're confident and good. Cause like one of the things that I've learned on this journey is like talking to these people who I thought were doing better than me, who I thought who were ahead of me is that they were insecure themselves, right? I started realizing, wow, everybody's dealing with some type of insecurity and it's really understanding that that I was able to give myself some empathy and, and give myself some sympathy and say, hey, man, you don't have to be perfect. Right. And so deciding, you know, moving forward, hey, I'm going to just decide who I want to be and then start taking actions on that person. And it's been the best journey for me. Honestly, I went to the similar situation as Coach DT where. I went through a spiritual death and rebirth, um, and I, you know, I called Coach Amadeus because loved by God, and because it was God that kind of gave me that spiritual rebirth for myself, where I could really see myself in a new light more than anything. And I, I encourage everybody to kind of do that internal work because it's so wonderful once you're able to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And as you just continue to move forward, it just gets easier and easier. At the beginning, it's hard, right? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know where to start, didn't know what I needed to do. But that's kind of why we want to give you guys information and tell you, hey, go and try these things, right? Don't just take our words for it, right? Don't just adopt what we're saying to you. Go and live it and then come back and then let's have a conversation. And you tell me what you learned from yourself. And, you know, I, I like to just really double down on what Coach Amadeus said and saying that it's hard, right? We understand that a lot of the things that we're talking about, they may seem simple, right? People may think we have it all figured out. We are still figuring it out, right? These things are not any easier just because we found a way to simplify and hone in on the focus. And I think an important thing to remember is that the only place you start at the top is when you're digging a hole. So just keep going because you're literally guaranteed to win if you keep showing up. And I say it all the time because it is always true keep showing up keep empowering yourself and just keep working and growing into the individual that only you know you're capable of becoming because like you said that that third face only you see that face Mm -hmm. right but the flip side of that is that only you know the silent battles that you win every single day don't take that for granted you are an exceptional individual be exceptional amongst exceptional people because you are beyond capable Yeah. And don't be afraid to shine as bright as you can. Right. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. And um, I think it's really important for you to really hone in on who you are and who you want to be in this life. Um, Shine. Keep shining bright because you never know who's watching or who's inspiring. Like even with us podcasting and coaching and me being a nurse, whatever the case may be, you know, there there was some discomfort, right? We didn't we didn't always know how to do what we were doing or how we were going to get where we did, but we kept showing up for ourselves. And along the way, we attracted people of shared like mindedness and people who helped cut the learning curve for us. So just just keep showing up for yourself. Any final remarks, guys? You just got to believe in yourself. I say that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I agree. And if you can't believe in yourself, find someone who believes in you more than you do yourself. Because, right, maybe you got to borrow someone else's vision. And I would say 
that if you really having trouble kind of like knowing how to go and start that journey, you'll reach out to us. Let us know where you're at and how you want to get started and what work you've done. Right. And if you're going to reach out, implement. Right. If you're not going to if you're not going to if you're going to take the advice and it's like, all right, I feel good now. I got the advice and never implement it. You didn't learn nothing. I was about to swear, but you didn't learn anything. Right. Like you really didn't. You know, I was talking to uh, a friend of mine and he was telling me how he uh, um, he read this book and he read it once. And and he told me the fact that most people forget what they read in a book after like the next two days. You lose like 90 percent of what you read after two days. So how do you know you? know the content of the book if you don't understand it right you have to go and reread and reread and reread and understand it and so even with yourself you got to go back and look at yourself constantly daily and know that it is a process and at the beginning it's hard but as you build the habits it just gets easier because it comes like part of your lifestyle absolutely i think the one thing i would add is that when push comes to shove and you feel down bad you feel like you're not really making any progress and you feel like you're wasting your time investing in your growth or investing in becoming something new, fall back and rely on your superpower. And what I mean when I say your superpower is the fact that no one does the things that you do the way that you do them. And that alone makes you unique, it makes you capable, and it makes you more than enough to get it done. So keep showing up because the raw reality is if you don't show up for yourself, how can you expect other people to show up for you? And with that being said, as always, you can feel free to connect with us, share your stories with us, and of course, reach out. We'd love to have these conversations. We'd love to dig deep. If you're not ready for a deep conversation, do not reach out because I promise you, we're going to go deep. Yeah. Very quickly. Yeah. But you can find us on Instagram at Success System Podcast. So you can reach out to us individually. You can find me on TikTok or Instagram. Sorry. And Instagram at I am Coach DT, D as in Dave, T as in Thomas. And you can find me on Instagram at I am Sherry J. That's S H E R R I J. And you can also find me on IG. Coach Amadeus, A-M-A-D-E-U-S. As always, this is the Success System Podcast. We are way too spicy, and we will see you next time. Bop, bop, bop. Keep it spicy.